Hi, this is Cindy. This is October. In a lot of people's estimation, this is pumpkin month. I just want to say for the record that my pumpkin season doesn't really even start until November and it goes through the end of December because I always associate pumpkin flavors with Thanksgiving and with Christmas because that's when we had our pumpkin stuff. But a lot of people really start looking for their pumpkin fix in October. This being the end of October, I'm going to play some previous podcasts because I have so many pumpkin recipes because I really do love it. And there's no sense in trying to invent something new when I have so many that are so good for you to try right now. Some of these are extraordinary dishes. So for the next two to six weeks, you're going to hear a lot of pumpkin recipes. I hope you will tune in and listen. I hope you will try them. I hope you will let me know how you like them. And if there's anything else you need in the meanwhile to go with your pumpkin flavors, please visit thecookalongpodcast.com. And now, here's this week's pumpkin podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. there. I'm Cindy Linden, and this is the Cook Along Podcast. We are in the midst of the season of all things pumpkin. And while I have on the website, thecookalongpodcast.com, a really extraordinary pumpkin pie and a lovely pumpkin bread, I thought we'd go beyond that a little bit. I saw a recipe the other day in a place called Lauren's Latest online that intrigued me. Partly because anything that says pumpkin intrigues me, because I like the stuff. And secondly, because it's reminiscent of an old Betty Crocker recipe that my mother used to make, that was called, at the time anyway, hot fudge pudding. And I think it still shows up today online in recipes called molten lava cake, maybe. The effect is that you put the ingredients in a baking pan, and then you pour hot water over the top. And during the course of the baking, it makes a sort of a gooey chocolate pudding with nuts in it, usually, on the bottom, and then a cakey topping. And this time, it looks like the same kind of idea, but with pumpkin. So this is called pumpkin pecan cobbler. It makes eight servings. 
It looks like the prep is very easy, but no, I haven't done it before. So we're experimenting together. We'll see how it turns out. It may need doctoring later. It may be perfect. We don't know. We're going to try it. Here are the ingredients that you need. I know it's a little haphazard to try to pull together the recipe ingredients as I'm speaking them to you. So you can always visit my website first, thecookalongpodcast.com, and look at the list of ingredients there and then come back to this podcast once you know you have everything on hand that you're going to need. One cup plus three tablespoons of flour, two teaspoons of baking powder, one half teaspoon of salt, three quarters of a cup granulated sugar, one and a half teaspoons of cinnamon, one half teaspoon of nutmeg, one half teaspoon of cloves, one half cup pumpkin puree, that's not pumpkin pie filling, one quarter cup whole milk, one quarter cup of butter, three teaspoons of vanilla, a half a cup of granulated sugar, this is for the topping now, so this is separate from what I mentioned earlier, half a cup of brown sugar, a quarter of a cup of chopped pecans, and then we're going to need a cup and a half of hot water, which I think we'll do in the microwave. And then it recommends serving it with more pecans and vanilla ice cream. I'm all for the ice cream. I don't know if I want more nuts or not. I'm not a huge fan of nuts. I like them when they need to be in something, but I don't like them when they interfere with the texture of something more than I want them to. I know that's pretty vague, but if things are supposed to be smooth, I don't want stuff in it. My little brother, when he was a tiny kid, used to say he didn't like things with beans in it. And anything that had lumps in it was beans. And I kind of agree with him there. So I don't want any beans in it unless it seems right. And I won't know if it seems right until after we try this. Thank you for being my recipe experimentation buddy. The equipment that's mentioned here is a medium-sized bowl, a smaller bowl, another small bowl, an 8-inch casserole dish with high sides. For that, I have a 7-inch casserole with 3-inch sides or 4-inch sides. I decided not to use that. I'm going to use a brownie pan, which means it's got probably 2-inch sides, but it's definitely the right 8 by 8 measurement. And I'm doing that because that's what I used to use for the hot fudge pudding cake. It fit. Now, I know that has very little relevance here because this is a completely different recipe, but I am going to give it a shot and hope that it works. I also don't have any whole milk in the house. I have some heavy whipping cream, and I'm trying to decide whether I'm going to use that as is or if I'm going to thin it with a little non-dairy. I can't decide because I have some oat milk, I have some soy milk, I have some almond milk. Uh, I decide when I get there. As near as I can see, there is one, maybe two do-aheads. The first is that we have to preheat the oven to 350. I'm going to use my toaster oven again, because it's just the right size for what we're about to do in the pan that I opted to use. And the second thing is maybe finding a way to heat up the water. So a cup and a half of very, it says very hot water. So I am going to use a glass measuring cup. And I think I'm going to microwave it on high until it's not quite boiling, but steaming. 
And I'm going to get that started now because I believe the rest of this is going to come together pretty quickly. It looks like a really pretty easy recipe. Quick and easy. That's the way we like it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that's going in the microwave. Put it in for uh, two and a half minutes and see what happens. All right. Now, that medium bowl. We're going to measure in the one cup and three tablespoons. As always, you know this drill by now. We're going to stir the flour. I made a focaccia yesterday, and I almost scooped the flour instead. And I thought, you know what? What's good for the goose is good for the gander. And maybe that's not an appropriate uh, analogy. But I thought, well, uh, I'll just I don't want it dry and hard, so I'll just do that again. So stir the flour. I guess my point is that I did that even for bread, which kind of surprised myself, but it's become a habit. I do it so often now that it's become a habit. So stir it up to aerate it. Spoon it into the measuring cup. And then scrape it off with the handle. And then you kind of have to use your finger to do the scraping part with the uh, Tablespoons. One cup plus three tablespoons. That pretty much empties my flour canister. Time to refill that puppy. Okay. To that, we're going to add two teaspoons of baking powder. Be sure you grab the baking powder and not the baking soda. I've done something very foolish, really. And I've dumped them into identical containers. Got that? So my baking powder and my baking soda are both in what used to be Talenti Gelato containers. And while they're marked on the outside, they look the same. They are right next to each other. One teaspoon. Two teaspoons. And differentiate which one is which simply by position in the cabinet. Does that seem fraught with potential bad side effects to you because it does to me and yet I am not changing it. I guess I'm just stubborn. Until I make that mistake, it's just going to stay that way. Right, now I'm going to check on this hot water because I'm going to need the microwave. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's pretty hot. Oh, that was that was good. Okay, so that's going to be my recommendation. Glass measuring cup on high for about two and a half minutes. And, of course, it's going to depend on what the wattage of your microwave oven is. But you'll know when it's hot. You don't want it boiling, but it's definitely steaming. And I hope it's still steaming by the time I get to where I need it. All right, where was I? So in the bowl now we've got flour and baking powder. Now, salt, half a teaspoon. All right. Three quarters of a cup of granulated sugar. With everything... Essentially, what we're doing is we have dry ingredients in one bowl, wet ingredients in another bowl, and then we... Boy, that needs refilling, too. Just dump it into the pan we're baking it in. Cinnamon. One and a half teaspoons. I'm using the same half teaspoon I used for the salt a minute ago, because why not? Three times. Half teaspoon of nutmeg. Same teaspoon. Yes, it might get cinnamon in my nutmeg. They pretty much always get used together anyway. And a half teaspoon of cloves. 
I'm going to use a whisk and mix that up. But it doesn't have to be a whisk. Whatever you've got handy, it can be a spoon. I suppose if you were feeling especially uh, creative and industrious and wanted to get dirty, you could use your hands. All right, now we set that bowl aside. And we pull out the smaller bowl. In the smaller bowl goes the pumpkin, which, of course, is not a full can of pumpkin. It's just a part of a can of pumpkin. I have some great, great recipes. There are, like I mentioned, the pumpkin pie and the pumpkin bread slash muffins. But in addition, there are some bars, like brownie kind of things. They're like pumpkin brownies. And oh my God, they are so good. And I recently posted a pumpkin Alfredo recipe with chicken and mushrooms that is also extraordinary. Not at all good for you, but quite yummy. I mentioned these things in case you're looking for a way to use the other half of the can of pumpkin. The pasta dish, the pumpkin Alfredo in particular, I think uses almost exactly what you're going to have left in the can. Pumpkin and then the milk, quarter of a cup of whole milk. Here's where I have to decide what to do. Uh, Yeah, it's a quarter of a cup. That's not very much. I think I am going to just use the whipping cream and keep my fingers crossed. Since I don't know for sure what this is going to do, why we have it in the mix, I don't know if this is a mistake or not. But I have whipping cream. I don't have milk. So that's my decision because I don't really want to use my oat milk in there. Probably be fine. The fact that it says whole milk means it wants some kind of fat. That's what I think. So I put that in with the pumpkin. And now we need to melt the butter. We should have done that before. But put your quarter cup of butter in some kind of glass dish and pop it in the microwave. This we have to do at a low heat because if you've ever tried to do it at a high heat, you may have experienced having it sort of explode. Some kind of little air bubble in the middle of the butter or something goes pop and the butter goes all over your microwave on the walls. It also tends to boil over. So I am doing it pretty low on a 3 out of 10 for about a minute and we'll see how that goes. And then that melted butter is going in this dish. Yeah, almost boiled over. Boy, it came close. It really, I got lucky. If it had two more seconds, it would have boiled over. This melted butter is going in with the pumpkin and the milk. Ouch. Oh, gosh, it's really hot now. And the vanilla. Three teaspoons. That's a lot of vanilla. Actually, I'm using imitation vanilla today, which may surprise you unless you already know about the blog on my website called Imitation Vanilla. Surprise! Which will save you a lot of money if you haven't found it yet. Go look for it. I'm just stirring this with a spatula. I've got a rubber spatula that I use to scoop the pumpkin out, and I'm just stirring it together just until it's all mixed up. All looks the same. All looks mixed in. Now, this goes into the dry ingredients. And we just are going to continue to mix that together. And turn it into a thick batter. It doesn't really want to mix in very cheerfully. 
It's definitely going to be thick. I feel like it's going to be more like a dough than a batter. But you know what? The years may be doing something different. For me, that could be because I used such a heavy cream instead of a lighter milk. Right now, I would say it doesn't have enough liquid in it. But I am going to stick with the instructions, and I'm going to just guess that yours isn't quite as dense as mine. The dry ingredients are not cooperating. I really don't very badly want to mix in with this. Oh, it smells good, though. Wow. Yeah. Smells like, smells like fall. Smells like pumpkin spice. That's nice. All right. I'm going to call that mixed enough. And that goes into this brownie pan thing I got. And it's not going to exactly pour in. I have to scoop it in. And it's not going to spread out without a little encouragement. So I'm just going to spread it around evenly to fill up the pan. The bottom of the pan, I should say. And this comes up about, oh, maybe hmm, maybe a third of the depth of the 8 by 8 glass pan. But I want it even. I haven't made that hot fudge pudding cake in so long, I really don't remember what the texture of the base is like. I feel like this is denser and stickier than that, but I don't really remember. All right, now we need our third bowl. For the topping, we want a half cup of granulated sugar. And you know, I think this is where I have to go down into my basement because... I don't believe there's a half cup left in this canister. I'm going to see. No. All right. Sometimes I take you down into the basement with me, but today I'm not going to do that. I'll be right back. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, sugar's been retrieved from the basement and the canister's been refilled and now I have a half cup measured out that I'm putting into a smallish bowl. And then we're going to do the same thing, hopefully without the trip to the basement. Yeah, half a cup of the brown sugar. This is almost identical to that hot fudge pudding cake recipe. And then into the same bowl go the pecans i'm gonna break up the brown sugar with my fingers here a minute first so anyway all right in go the pecans and we're gonna stir that just gently so that it doesn't overflow all together except the nuts on the hot fudge pudding cake i think the nuts are not in the topping they're in the batter if any of you are really truly interested i'm sure that recipe is still available in lots of places, Betty Crocker's version and all the ones that have come since that they call molten lava cake. If I didn't tell you this recipe is really easy, I should have done. And we spread this evenly over the top of the batter. So we got this kind of dry, oh, I just dipped the bowl into the batter. That was not my smoothest move ever. So I'm just shaking the bowl back and forth and then turning the pan and turning the pan again. And it's not gonna be quite even, but it's gonna be easy to spread, which I'm doing with my hand. Just gonna spread it out until it's sort of level. Now I'm gonna turn on my toaster oven to preheat. Oh, hey, I just found something in the equipment list that I should have given you. It says you're gonna place it on a baking sheet. And that's because what we're about to do could turn messy. So this doesn't say to do this in the order I'm about to tell you, but I really recommend this anyway. Take your baking pan now that has your filling and your topping and put it on top of the baking sheet. Just an empty baking sheet because this could spill. We really don't want it to spill an overflow. And now I'm going to check that hot water. Now this cup and a half of hot water, this may seem odd to you, you just pour it over the top. You don't stir anything. You're just pouring this over the top. Weird, isn't it? Like, why would you water all this down? But that's what we do. Uh, pecans are all floating to the top. Why did I bother to mix them in? They all floated to the top. And now the whole thing on the baking sheet. You're going to pick that up. Open your oven first. <laughs> and then put that in the oven. Okay. And then we set the timer for 40 minutes and we'll know if it's done because the middle won't be all sloshy. If you are doing this for dessert and you happen to be baking it shortly before you're going to eat it, you're going to want to let it sit and cool for about 10 minutes at least, I would think, 
just so it's not going to scald your tongue. And if you're serving it warm, you absolutely do want it with ice cream. Because I know with the hot fudge pudding cake that it melts and creates these gorgeous rivulets of vanilla, the white against the brown, the creamy against the cakey, and the pudding thing like it's going to be good, okay? And it also can just sit if it cools down. It's still going to be good to eat. If you're not serving it hot, you could serve it by itself. You could serve it with whipping cream on it. You could serve it with ice cream on it. You could even reheat it in individual serving dishes if you want to. That's the whole recipe for today. There's nothing more you need to do besides remember to get it out of the oven. As usual, I'm going to ask you to tell your friends about the Cook Along podcast. Tell them you listen to it. Tell them why you listen to it. I hope you listen to it because it's fun for you. We've got a new schedule going now. A brand new recipe podcast will show up in your podcast feed every other week. And in the in-between weeks... I've started a series called Cook Along Podcast Quick Bites, which are 10 minutes or less, all kinds of interesting topics that aren't recipes. They're just short and easy to listen to in your lunch break or while you're driving to the grocery store. I used to post these podcasts directly to SoundCloud. SoundCloud isn't the most podcast-friendly platform because it's really made for music. So I just recently switched to Acast. So if you don't have a podcast player that you like or that you regularly use, you might check out Acast and install that podcast player. It will allow you to contribute directly if you feel inspired to help with a particular recipe or to buy ingredients for the next recipe, there's going to be a button that you can click on to just toss a couple of bucks my way, which would be lovely and very validating. And for those of you who will do that, I thank you in advance. For the rest of you who might want to contribute but don't want to install the ACAST application, you can go to my Patreon page. That's just patreon.com and look for the Cook Along podcast and you'll find a way to contribute there. And that is a monthly contribution that gets you some extra perks that might be helpful when you cook my podcast recipes in the future. You can communicate with me via Facebook or you can send me an email through the website, thecooklongpodcast.com. And until next time, happy cooking! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer after for years to come try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee plus get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details if you're enjoying this podcast you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every cook along podcast page or go to kofi ko-fi.com/thecookalongpodcast Thanks for your support, and thanks for listening.